What's up, everybody? I'm author Janine Mack, and I'm your host of the Janine Unscripted Podcast. For those of you who don't know me, I'm an author, speaker, business owner, mother, friend, lover, and my goal is to share with you every week about what to do when your life becomes unscripted. I hope this podcast adds value to your life, and if so, please invite your family and friends to join us every week for the Janine Unscripted Podcast. So today's podcast is called Reset. That's right, Reset. Sometimes we need to reset ourselves so we can progress to that next level. So without further delay, let's jump right on in to Reset. Alrighty, so we are back and we are talking about reset. So I'm so excited to discuss this topic today. Um, I am currently um, on vacation. Um, It's been a long time um, to get to this place of taking a vacation. One, the pandemic. Um, Two, um, some job and career changes um, that happened as a result of the pandemic. And um, so when all of these types of changes are going on uh, that have been going on for me, um, I um, had to make that very difficult choice of canceling vacation and time away. And um, as a result of that, um, that really put a really big damper on my um, mental space, my emotional space and my spiritual space. So, um, I definitely want to speak to this, um, because one, I don't want you to fall into that same trap. And if you are in that same trap, um, I'm going to show you how to get out of that very quickly. And the reason why you should get out of that very quickly. And, um, so hopefully you don't make that mistake again. Um, as I did. So reset. So there's a couple of components to be able to reset ourselves properly. All right. So um, I am one that believes that we should be um, growing and evolving and getting to that next level and whatever that next level means for you, that could mean academically, that could mean spiritually, emotionally, mentally, that could mean, you know, in your getting to the next level in your relationships, um, you know, personal growth and development, professional growth and development, financial growth and development, um, that covers so many different areas of our lives. So when I say next level, and getting to that next level, just be you can apply these principles across the board um, for whatever space and chapter in life that you are in. So, without further ado, so reset. So that first component um, for a good reset is you have to make time to relax. So, um, one thing that I, that I have begun doing the past few months as I was leading up to my vacation was, is taking me time. So I have declared for myself what all, what I call self care Sunday. That's right. I'm going to say it again. Self care Sunday. So on Sundays, I shut everything down. I shut everything down. 
I shut everyone out um, unless that individual has something to do with my self-care. Um, so I do not um, leave my home. I do not spend any money. I gather everything that I need um, a day or two before so that I have everything that I need so that I don't have to feel the pressure of leaving my home. So whether I'm doing my nails, I have gone and gotten um, uh, nail polish, or if I'm doing makeup, or if I'm going to do something new to my hair, or if I'm going to be um, in my creative space. So I have paper, I have pencil, I have ink for my printer. Um, I have um, everything that I need so that A, I do not have to spend money, and B, I do not have to leave my home. And C, I can take care of my self-care. And it's super fun for me. I have, um, it was kind of scary at first when I started doing self-care Sunday because I was like, oh, I got to run and do this. Oh, I need this because I'm going to do laundry or I'm going to do these things. But when I finally got a revelation and clarity about exactly what self-care is, then I was able to embrace it. And um, so now I want to help you to embrace it. So the first thing is, you know, you have to relax. So you have to carve out that time in your schedule and declare that day, or if you can't declare a whole day, that hour or two hours or start with 30 minutes, you know, because we, I know we all have busy lives. And if you have children at home, um, pets at home, there's a lot of things. But once you start carving out that time and then having everybody in your household respect that time, because first you have to consistently honor that time and take it seriously for yourself first. And then everybody else will follow suit. And this includes coworkers, family, friends. You know, I like shut down my phone on do not disturb if I'm going to be sleeping um, for a certain amount of time doing self-care Sunday, then I do that. So that way I'm not awakened by phone calls, text messages, notifications from social media, emails, or anything else. So if I set my phone to do not disturb for two hours um, and then set my alarm, uh, you know, whether it's one hour, 30 minutes, two hours, then that's what I'm going to do. And I also set my um, alarm clock on my phone so that I can be awoken or if I'm, if I'm doing other things and I'll do that or, um, but I will for a certain amount of time, put my phone on do not disturb. And let me tell you now that, um, people in my family and my friends, um, they can't reach me and I, and I'll even put on my Instagram, Hey, it's self-care Sunday so that they know those who know me close know that you're not going to be able to get in contact with me, um, or don't contact me unless it's an emergency, um, or something fun, or if you can't contact me, get a hold of me, then you know, it's for, so I'm doing my self-care time and they respect it. And then when I'm able to reach back out to them, then I do. And, and the great thing about it is when you lead by example, others catch on. And so they're starting to do their own type of self-care day, even if it's not Sunday today. Um, and then if you're able to 
during that relaxation period, whether that's a vacation or you're doing a staycation or you're taking, you know, a drive to the beach or walk to the park to just take yourself outside of your element. Um, then when you're able to do that, um, like I said, I mentioned sleep or doing, you know, my hair, doing my nails, doing something fun and creative. Also meditating is also really good to do. You know, it's a form of relaxation. Or if you're going to do yoga or exercise, something to um, even help your body if you're going to fast um, during this time of relaxation, letting your body rest um, from food, you know, that is also a form of relaxation. Also, sleep, meditation whether you're meditating, you know, um, or confessing from your mouth, speaking, um, your affirmations or, um, anything that's going to encourage you and elevate your spirit and your mind. All of these relaxating activities can be done during the relaxation part of your reset, you know, also just breathing exercises. I have this awesome app on my phone. Well, it's through Fitbit and through Fitbit, it has um, some relaxation and I'm able to go on there and there's music playing. There's, um, you know, someone talking and, um, you know, very calmly though, but, um, assisting the listeners through a relaxation and meditation time. So it's really awesome. So, but if you don't have an app, just put on some nice instrumental, instrumental music or nature sounds, and that really helps you to, you know, relax or sounds of the ocean. If you can't be there in person, that's really, um, a good way to help you relax. Okay. So we got relaxation is that first part of our reset, you know, pull away and relax, relax your body, relax your mind, relax your spirit. The second thing that um, is a part of reset, the second element rather, is to regroup. Um, So during this time, regrouping is awesome because when you regroup, that includes planning, planning evaluating things that you've already done that haven't been working that frustrated you. And it also gives you a time to, you know, strategize if you don't have a plan to come up with the plan, because sometimes, um, we get stuck in a rut, um, because we simply don't have a plan on how to get out of it. So during this reset period, using that time to to come up with a plan or if you have a plan that's not working and come up with a new plan um, and evaluate why something is not working. You know, I've I've always heard that it said that the definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result. And how much, how many of us continue to do that day after day, month after month, week after week, year after year. Um, and we get stuck in these ruts. Maybe it's not in every area of your life, but it could be, you get in the rut of bad relationships, bad romantic relationships, because you keep dating the same type of person just with a different name and a different face. So you can say, Oh, I just have a type. No, you're stuck in a rut. And that rut's not working for you or year after year in your job, you know, that you stay in the same position and you haven't been 
promoted. And that's one thing that this pandemic, um, I feel it taught everybody is that you have to be able to do more than one thing. You have to diversify your skill set because should things in society and the economy take a sudden shift, you you will be out of a job if you only have one skill that you know. So um, I encourage you, if you're not doing this already, is that you increase your skill sets so that you're able to be able to, you know, if you want to be working for someone else, that you're able to be plugged into any area of your organization. Or if you're going to start a business, it's, um, you know, integral that you get the skill sets that you need and start putting them into place so that when you are starting your own business, then you have a foundation already laid of do's and don'ts so that your business can be successful. So planning for me, what planning looks like for me, I'm kind of old school. So I enjoy uh, pencil and paper or pen and paper. So what planning looks like for me is almost like an outline for a book report. Um, I know that may make a few of you cringe, but like I said, I'm old school. So I like to write things down. So I have to get those thoughts out of my head and on paper so that I can see what's realistic and what's what um, needs more fine tuning or to be broken down into smaller pieces. Um, I always tell people around me that I dream in color. I dream in HD, 3D, UHD and surround sound. So my dreams are very big and they're very vivid. So for me, I have to write these things down and then it's like I write down the big picture and then I have to break it down into smaller segments um, so that they can become workable pieces because, you know, I'll dream something so big that I want to do. And it seems like an insurmountable task till I become paralyzed and not do it at all because I'm like, wow, how am I going to accomplish this really huge feat when really I need to break it down into 10 small tasks and then address each one of those tasks until, you know, it's all done. Just like climbing Mount Everest, or Mount Kilimanjaro, you don't start at the top, you start at the foot of the mountain and you make your way up each step of the way, whether that's walking initially, then climbing, and then it gets very steep and then you get to the top. Don't start at the top. No one starts at the top of anything. Um, and if you do start at the top of something, you're going to miss all the valuable lessons that you were supposed to learn on your climb to the top. Okay. So nothing wrong with, um, cutting down your dream or goal into smaller pieces that you can start to knock out each one, kind of like a checklist. And before you know it, you're already at the end. Um, I remember when I was going back to school to start my master's program and, uh, I was so overwhelmed by it at the beginning that I, I wanted to quit after about a week or two. And I called my mom, you know, in tears. Now, mind you, um, I was like 30 something years old, not a teenager in my twenties. And I had a lot of responsibility. I had my three children. I was a single mom at that time. So, um, I had gotten divorced. And so I was trying to, you know, get things in my life back on a certain trajectory 
And so I was just like, why am I doing this? Why did I add on the master's program um, to go back to school? And I was working full time, and I, which meant I had to go to school at night and do my homework. And um, so I was tired. You know, I was just like, I can't do this. You know, I, I why am I doing this? I don't have to do this. I don't want to do it. And I don't feel smart enough. And so my mom had to kind of snap me back into reality and help me get refocused to understand why I was doing this. And I was doing this for all of the right reasons because I needed to progress in my career and my job. And I wanted to be a good example for my children to, you know, press in even in the face of adversity. And if you want to grow, you have to do it intentionally. It doesn't happen by itself. And if you want to grow, you have to make yourself grow. You have to put in the work and the effort. And um, with that, you know, 30 minute pep talk from my mom (laughs) slash tough love, um, I was able to, you know, jump back in and get my master's degree finished, you know, two and a half years later. Um, But the point is, is I finished and I finished well, uh, one of the top in my class. So um, so this is the the part where in this grouping stage, you're able to plan, strategize, evaluate, reevaluate, break down into smaller pieces the the bigger picture that you're trying to accomplish, and then it won't seem as big and overwhelming. And then you're able to attack those smaller goals that eventually turn into your major goal that is um, waiting for you and that you're trying to accomplish. And the third component in our reset is redo. So guess what? After you've relaxed your mind, got yourself settled, you've gotten through the planning stage and evaluating everything, now it's time to put action back in place, right? We gotta put the action back in place. So when we get to that redoing stage, we have to try again. But this time, when we try again, we're trying again with fresh eyes. We're trying again with fresh ideas. We're trying again with new skills that we've learned and actually able to and, and put in our toolbox. So now we're less likely to fail when we try again because now, there's uh, open and new perspective. And that's what we have to have because a lot of times we're looking at old problems with old eyes and we're listening to old problems with old ears and old tired ears and tired eyes and tired minds. So when you take this time to reset and pull back and step away from it, and then you're able to look at it more objectively and with um, a new and renewed mindset, a new rested mind, rested eyes, rested ears, a rested and calm spirit, right? So we're able to do that. And then that's when we start to get different results and we start to get favorable results as well too. So I love this part of the process. When you get to redo, it can be scary because of course that fear fear of failure is gonna be there. And, um, but hopefully that voice of failure and fear will be a little bit more silent this time because you have already rested and meditated and and done some uh, 
activities to help show yourself appreciation, right? Some self-care and that will boost your confidence. That'll will boost your self-esteem. Um, you'll have a written out, you know, uh, plan in place um, that you can execute on. You know, these are things that you didn't have the first time you tried your goal or your dream. And then you'll see yourself as being able to accomplish it because now you have more things to use to be able to accomplish that. And so with the reset process, you start the process all over again, each new challenge that you face and each new level that you get to, all right? So what we did when we were in level one is gonna be very different than the things we need to do um, at level 10, right? Because level one is more like your introduction or your first time. But level 10, you've got some experience under your belt, you've learned some things, um, you've been through some pitfalls and some challenges, so you're smarter and more aware. So level 10, when you're leveling to that level, then you're, and that when I say leveling up, you know, that's increasing in your goals and your finances and your accomplishments and your relationships, um, your spirituality, your profession, your academics and your growth, you know, the responsibility usually when we're going from uh, these different levels and we're trying to level up in life and succeed, usually there's more responsibilities that get added on, right? Because you're not doing all these things just to, you know, say, stay a baby on training wheels. You take the training wheels off and you start to ride the beach cruiser, right? So that means you go further faster. And when you're trying to go further, faster in life, it requires a certain level of responsibility and discipline, right? So, um, and that's why it's so important that you lay the foundation of having this reset in your life because you're going to need it. It's going to be so necessary that as you're making those decisions, you know, at some point you'll be making decisions not just for yourself, but others. Um, sometimes those others may be children, it may be your co-workers, it may be family members, it may be aging parents, okay? Um, it may be a client that, um, that has hired you. So you need to have this foundation and these disciplines in place to make sure that you're including resets in your life and in your time frames and in your schedule so that as we're gaining more and we're getting more responsibility and we're helping more people and we're taking projects and people on that we're able to not burn out because we have already factored in those pockets of reset that we need so that we can keep being successful and functioning at that high level of success okay so that is one of, that's the main reasons that we have to have these resets in our lives and our schedules um, because we need that it's so critical um, if not we're going to keep being insane which is doing the same thing and expecting a different result and not getting anywhere in our progress and in our goals. So I want to see you do better, be better,
and have these resets going on in your life. I'm going to enjoy um, the rest of my reset for um, this weekend and I look forward to my next one um, that'll be coming up on my self-care Sunday and I hope that you will be able to do the same. So um, let's keep that in mind as we're moving forward uh, with everything that we're trying to do. Now a word from our sponsor and I'll be right back. And we're back. Thank you for joining me on the Janine Unscripted podcast as we discussed reset. I hope this podcast added value to your life. And if so, please invite your family and friends to join us every week for the Janine Unscripted podcast. This has been a production of Mac Media Moguls LLC. You can connect with me on my social media today. I have Instagram at jmacspeaks and at Mac Media Moguls. The website is macmediamoguls.com, and there you can purchase my new books. I also have a YouTube channel, which is under Janine Unscripted, so check me out on YouTube. Also, please consider sponsoring the Janine Unscripted podcast here. Your sponsorship will allow me to gift my children's books to young readers who are struggling to learn to read. Thank you so much, and I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Have a good one.